Sam Strasbaugh comes from a small town in northwest Ohio. As we discussed, he wasn't sure what he wanted to do with his life. But with a little luck and hard work, he joined a CPA firm and was hired away to Defiance Metals. When we ended part one, Sam just got fired from his position at Defiance Metals. Even though he completed several acquisitions and increased sales by over two and a half times, things took a turn for the worse. Now, he just told his wife, and we find out how she responds and what happens next. We'll find out that Sam clearly is a risk taker. As he transitions out of his role at Defiance, it's very interesting to see where his investment path leads him. Let's join the discussion immediately at this pivotal time in his life. His story takes some interesting twists and turns, which goes to show it's not always a straight path. Thanks for joining us for the conclusion of Part 2 with Sam Strasbaugh. I said, I got fired. And I could see a little look of panic. And then immediately she made the switch and she was like, so what? You've, it's going to be fine. You wanted to run your own business anyway. Let's just move forward. And that made I've me... I've always hated those guys. Yes. <laughs> that's when it comes out. It always comes out after that. For sure. <laughs> uh, but it did kind of set the tone for me. I still felt bad, but I felt a little better that she was... Because I was afraid she was going to be devastated. She was worried, but... And upset and scared about the future and fearful. All and of that. All that. But, but she handled it great and really set the tone for how we were going to handle it. And from about... That was a Friday. From about that next Tuesday on, I, I just never looked back. And, and so... It took me a weekend. <laughs> it took me a weekend. Yeah. It Whole really box was. of tissues... Oh, yeah. I was crying a lot, feeling sorry for myself, all Eating that a lot stuff. of ice cream. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put on 20 pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but Came up with the idea for Peloton, but never executed. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's not much of an executor, right? <laughs> oh. So you get to Tuesday, and now I think you told me a story, and you're just like, hey, it was like less than a week later. I had three different companies that were hiring me for yeah. whatever, six-figure salaries or whatever. You add them all together, you're like... Whoa. Yeah, it wasn't six figures each, but uh, Tony knows one of them, Brian Keller. Brian oh, yeah. Brian and I were friends and acquaintances. and He wanted your expertise. He did. And he was kind of uh, a typical CEO alone making all his decisions. He really just wanted me as a sounding board. Right. And so I did, I did a little consulting gig for him. Uh, and another one of my friends in town had a, a manufacturing business. Uh, it, it was Kester Metals, a, a business similar to Defiance Metal Defiance. Products. I did some consulting with him. And, you know, it was just – and that was all after the first week. So all so, of a sudden, you're just like, okay, I get fired, devastated, takes you three days, which I think is just awesome. Yeah, right? It, maybe funny. that cockiness really paid off. Yeah, <laughs> screw those guys. They're going to lose millions. And then you go ahead and get get these calls, and they people yeah. want to start bouncing um, ideas off you. They hire you, start sending you checks, and then kind of... Where'd you go from there? Because, I mean, once we read your resume, it's like, hey, equity fund this, equity yeah. fund that. And... Well, and then a third friend, uh, a guy named John Bookmeyer, who is still a close friend, just we, we talked after it. I called him. Actually, I got on the phone Monday morning, started calling everybody I know and said, hey, sure. I'm out, I'm I've out been of work. Uh, I quit that place <laughs> and I'm looking for something better. I don't care actually, what they say. I quit. Actually, I did have a hard time saying I was fired. Ooh, it yeah. was a mental thing. But I, after that first day, I was like, I was let 
go. I was, fi- I couldn't get, quite get it out. But then after two or three days, I was like, yeah, they, they fired me. So, but, but anybody who knows private equity knows that, hey, if you're not hitting your numbers, yep. they got to make adjustments, changes, and for sure it happens. And I will say, in retrospect, they did the right thing. Okay. Now, you got this pesky little group of things called LPs. Limited <laughs> yeah, partners. That's right. Yeah. And and they made the right move. The guy they brought in behind, who I met several times and built a, a little relationship with, was great. Okay. He did a good job with the business, stabilized it, really knew the industry. It was the right thing to do. Gotcha. It took me a while to admit that, but it was of the right course. thing to do. It's always very painful at yeah. the beginning in order to admit, admit that. Yeah. So after um, that, that my my short tenure there as a consultant, right? another friend comes along, John Bookmeyer, and we had always talked about doing some investing together. He said, we have this business in Tiffin, Ohio that we just bought, we, him and seven other guys, go in and look at it. Okay. Uh, we need some help over there. So I go in, um, actually they, they were just getting ready to buy it. So I did the diligence on it, gave them a report. They buy it. And on day one of the new acquisition, the CFO quits. No way. <laughs> yeah. He says, I'm out. I have something else I want to do. And just a young guy, nice guy. And they said, hey, we're in trouble here. Can you step in? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. What else do I have to do? <laughs> I'm happy to. So I'm in there uh, as the CFO, small little business, $5 million commercial roofing business. Um, and I'm in there for a month or so. And they say, hey, do an assessment on the CEO while you're there. You, oh, no. You know executives. He seems like he could be a keeper, but... Assess him and let me know. I said, listen, I'm not assessing him behind his back. I'm going to tell him. And they said, okay, well, we don't care. Go ahead and tell him. <laughs> You're there. You stay there. Yeah, okay. so, I, so I tell him and I, I do this, I don't know, 60, 90 days. We work together. And I go back to him and say, yeah, he's not the guy. Did you, did you just to kind of close the loop, did you call him up to a meeting up at the Detroit airport? <laughs> With somebody else? <laughs> oh, God, no. What a what a great piece of history that would have been. Relived. I, I mean, don't know why. The universe wants balance. I it? wish you would have been around then. <laughs> I wish I'd have known you then. Uh, so you sit there and say this guy is really not the guy. Yeah, he's not the guy. And so is this the opportunity for you to be the guy? Well... I wasn't looking at it that way, but they said, would you run the business and keep this guy on? I said, I think I think he's more of a sales guy. And I said, let me think about it. I want an ownership piece if I do that. They, there were eight guys. So I put together this whole thing, whole plan, and they said, yep. And one of the guys wanted out. So I took his spot, one of eight guys. We work all the way through this, um, keep the guy on as a sales manager. Uh, and and we work through this first, I don't know, year and a half, have to eventually whack him, not at the Detroit airport. Mm. <laughs> uh, doggone it. DTW, by the way. At Tiffin Airport. DTW. Yeah, <laughs> Tiffin Airport's right around the corner from oh, our office. Yeah. Um, that. But about two years in, we just needed to expand. Right. And the other owners did not want to guarantee debt. Uh, we needed a surety bond so we could do bigger jobs. Sure. No, that, um, how about that? And they didn't want any part of that. And so I just went to him and said, listen, we need this stuff. 
Why don't you just sell me the business? All of it. So you have seven other people. You've been doing it for a while. A and, couple of years. Yep. And you're just like, just sell it to me. Just sell it to me. We're making headway. I want to expand into Columbus, Ohio. They didn't really want to do that. They didn't want to take any more risk. So I, I get it. And you're somebody that we've talked about a number of times, right, Tony, that said he, he likes to take risk, especially betting on himself. I do. I, I, I don't mind it. I, I like it. It's what it kind of made my career on. He walked up to him and he goes, you got change for 100 <laughs> I'm not sure what that meant, but... but the purchase price. Oh, okay. <laughs> he offered him oh, $70 yes. a piece. Yeah, that's $490. Right. <laughs> that's right. So did, when you yeah. went to these guys, did they say, absolutely, go ahead, take it? No. Well, I mean, it wasn't that quick, but they had a board meeting and we talked through it and they said, if we can have a tail. Okay. And a tail for everybody listening means, hey, if things go well, then we'd like a little bit yeah. of a payoff at the end. That's right. Yeah. So they kept uh, 15% of the business and I and then I took all the risk, all the debt risk, all the surety risk, all the expansion risk, put it all, uh, I mean, invested more heavily in the business and and we expanded into Columbus, Ohio. And business it, took off. Again, I had outstanding people in yes. this business. Outstanding. The business was purchased out of an ESOP and all of these folks got screwed. Uh, the ESOP, when we bought it, right. we bought it for nothing, basically. <laughs> because it, w it wasn't really was, worth much it at wasn't. that time. No. The business had lost money, I don't know, five and, out of the last six years when we showed up. And the ESOP is an employee stock ownership plan where people try to put money in to buy their portion of the company, but it wasn't worth anything. That's right. And then doing all, uh, all of the changes, you made it worth something. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We we grew it from about five, four and a half, five million in revenue to more than fifteen million in revenue in five years. But what about the profit? Profit skyrocketed. Did you there go was from no... the bottom decile to the top <laughs> decile? <laughs> he yes. loves 38, 38, buddy. He's like the <laughs> That's decile. That's exactly what we did. It wasn't profitable. It was making no profit when we got there. And it was nicely profitable uh, in 2016 when we sold it. And so you sold it probably for a pretty good amount, it, knowing you, um, with the profitability and the revenue growth. And I mean, you know, he made a lot of money. He's got four Pelotons. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought Back it was to the Pelotons. I thought it was because he had five kids. <laughs> he had to have a lot of money. <laughs> yes, both. Yeah. And he has a nice basement up in yes, Defiance. Kids are expensive. Yes, they are. They are, but worth it, right? Oh yeah. Yes or no? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm still most, thinking. Most of them. <laughs> I'm still thinking. <laughs> I'm, well, well I'm still I'm thinking about my wife's brothers. Oh, hey, now. <laughs> oh, of course, Ben's worth a lot. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> a lot of chatter. <laughs> but, the, but the cool part is, you know, like changing just a little bit to get to your personal life, um, you know, you, I think, I personally think that you care about the people that you work with. I do. And, you know, some people could say, oh, that's just like lip service. But, you know, one of the things that I think is really cool about, about you is the fact that you have um, fostered a number of individuals over time. Can we talk about that just a little bit? Because we can. Yes. You use that term you very loosely. My wife, yes. <laughs> my wife fostered uh, a bunch of kids and I was in the house. But there's, but it, there's a combination where you yeah. need to make that decision as a couple. And I know that like my wife raising the kids, 90% yeah, is her. Right. But you had to be on board and I'm sure there are For times sure. that you had to participate heavily. So Yeah. Yeah. But it really was my wife's dream. Uh, but in 2003, 
2013, I believe, is we, we went through the licensing process in the state of Ohio. Um, to be a foster parent. To be a foster parent. Um, and it was it was a pretty long process. I don't remember. It took us four, five, six months to get through it. Right. Training, teaching, certifications. So that's a commitment in, in and commitment. of its own. Yeah, it was. The day we got certified. Oh, no. <laughs> the day we got certified, we got a call that three kids, a sibling group, needed a home. And we were like, <laughs> you just got can certified. We you know. <laughs> can we start with one? Do we? And my, Gretchen and I, my, my wife, looked at each other and we were like, I guess this is why we did it. So we got a, a, a sibling group of three, five, uh, two and a half, and nine months. And how wow. old are your kids at this time? Um, 13. Quinn, Quinn would have been the youngest at age 13. Oh my goodness. So it's like 13 it's down not to like five. You, it's not like you had an empty house and brought three kids in. No, no. You, you st- Quinn and Noah and Demma was still home. Demma, Demma's the, the number three child. So they were all still at home when when we brought these three kids in. And wow. Yeah, it was an unbelievable experience. Unbelievably rewarding uh, difficult to see what these kids had been through. My wife is so skilled at this. These kids just uh, you gravitate know, towards gravitated her. to her like you wouldn't believe. And my wife may have been the first person who really loved these kids too. I, I don't. I don't know that. Right. They had mothers, but it sure seemed like they just took to her. But the interesting uh, part, which is. I didn't even know that because that would have been interesting, is that a number of them were infants that yes. were – you want to tell, talk yeah, about this? Yeah, as we, as we kind of went on in that process. So those three stayed with us for – I'm going to get this wrong. I don't remember. Uh, 13 weeks. Okay. 15 weeks. In Ohio, the, the goal is reconciliation with family. Sure. So those three went to a family member, not mom and dad, an aunt, an uncle, a grandmother, somewhere. And one of the sad things before I get to the infants about fostering is you can't keep contact with the kids because of privacy laws. Gotcha. So these kids are in our life for a period of time. Three months. Or or longer. Um, And, you know, once they leave, your connection with them is severed. Do they, had they ever come back when they became adults? No, because... Uh, those kids wouldn't be adults yet. So, and, and most of the kids were younger. Gotcha. So nobody's of that age yet. Okay. And some of them, you know, the infants won't remember. Sure. That's right. But getting to the infant stories, you know, we ended up, I don't know if it was a specialty, but ended up getting a few babies that had drug problems. Right. They, they were addicted. Because their, mar- their birth. parents were, or their mother was addicted. And right. so they passed it on to the ch- children. Right. Um, and so you had to administer the the drugs to you know move them off of yes. the addiction. Yes, wow. one 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 case in particular, and it was it was an unbelievable sight to see over time. Yes, I wish we would have had a time Ca- elapsed camera, film. Time. Yeah, like they do in on those movies, uh, uh, nature shows. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's the baby cub, and yeah, here's the grizzly bear. Yeah, <laughs> over thirteen weeks because this baby. Um. Got, uh, what, what, what's the word? Off, off of, right, off of her addiction. Uh, right. 
uh, over, detox or detox. That's what I was thinking. Decommission over but. 13 weeks. It was just unbelievable to see. And, and at think, the end of 13 weeks, she was like one of our kids. Yeah, you didn't smiley, even, giggly, cooing. You didn't even know yeah. anymore that they were addicted or. So you had to manage to. the whole with, withdrawal symptoms and whatnot, or the yeah. meds to do. Oh my gosh, that's. Yeah. that's Can you brutal. believe that? That's my, when I heard that. I was like, wife, that's crazy. My wife did. Yeah. And what you were saying was, if you're five minutes outside of when you have to administer, was it a shot or was it just something oral? oral? It was oral. If you didn't give it to them, then they just kind of went crazy. And yeah, you had they to do it. They wanted you to do it every twelve hours on the hour. Don't don't wait. You know, don't get off a half hour schedule. 12 hours, 12 hours, 12 hours. And it just really changed. I mean, it was that something. I think you really changed a lot of kids' lives. And even though you may not ever see it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a great time. It, it really so, was. So that's pretty crazy. Um, and we I, stopped doing could, that when our grandkids were born. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And so, so I know we sidetracked to that, but, um, you know, you've, you own this company and you grew it. Became profitably sold it. Now, more than likely, you have a few dollars in your pocket, and you're saying what to yourself? Well, even during the ownership of that business, uh, I started buying other companies. Oh, so um, you're okay. You're already putting your foot out in the water. Yes. Um, just, um, I just loved it. I've always kind of been a, a new challenge kind of thing. Yeah. Or entre- yep. Yeah. Okay. So the 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 I was I was in a uh, uh, an angel group. Uh, I think I got in in 2012. So I started investing there, probably made six investments, smallish. Okay. Um, now four of those are dead. I got zero dollars back. So. <laughs> Doing well. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's, I, that, we'll have a side conversation on that. That's, uh, yeah. If you, if you think you can pick one company to invest in and think you're going to win, you might as well just go put some dollars on number, whatever, 13 on the yes, roulette wheel right. in Vegas and right. uh, try to do that. Because the research right. says half of them are supposed to go to zero. That's right. And so, but it, it kind of, I'm going to use this word again, wetted my wetted. appetite. Wetted. <laughs> Further. W-H-E-T-T. And then about halfway through my time at the roofing business, I bought into a car dealership with my nephew. And so all of a sudden you're throwing darts at a dartboard and you say car dealership, right? Roofing company, metals. He came to me. My nephew came to me and said, listen, he's, he was fourth generation, new car o- uh, dealership owner. And he said, it's always been my dream. Would you help me? And I said, yeah, love to. And, and so you just decide, hey, I know stuff about business. I don't yep. necessarily know anything about this I, business. I drive a car. <laughs> I've been in a car. I've been, I've been in a car. I rode in a car to get fired. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. I've been expert at getting fired after getting out of a car. <laughs> All of those. So things. I can. There have you. to be millions of people getting fired every day every out day. of their car. <laughs> Exactly. We got to buy a car dealership. <laughs> Amen. To that. That's how it happened. <laughs> so you bought this car dealership with yeah. your nephew, and it's just like, what the heck? And are you he thinking? is uh, an expert. He's a ten thousand hour guy. Going back to Malcolm Gladwell, yes. he knows the car industry inside out. We buy this car dealership. They're selling um, seventeen. I think I have these numbers right. Seventeen new cars a month, and about uh, twenty. Used cars, so thirty-five, thirty-seven so cars huge. a month. By, by the way, a little uh, expert. Uh, I mean, I'm a bit into etymology, which is a study Word. of words. Yeah, 
Talk to me. So expert, it's two syllables, two, two base words. X meaning used to be or has been. And spurt is a dribble without direction. So you're a has-been dribbler. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, dribble man. Thank you. Hey, he's a basketball player. Dribble, that. dribble, dribble. Yeah, yeah. I like that. In high school. Can I use it later? Can I use it later? You can. <laughs> if you can remember it, it's really <laughs> archaic. Yeah. Etymologically different to remember. Not, and not to be confused with to remember. entomology. With the study of that's what bugs. I, that's why I yes. thought you were going, actually. Etymology. That's right. I learned that from... Mrs. Rose, back in high school. No, yeah. Beeman. Wasn't it Beeman? Nope. Mine was Mrs. Rose. No, that's because you were there so many years after I was. <laughs> wow, because you're Mrs. like Rose 900. Mrs. Rose retired by then. I'm, <laughs> I'm almost as old as Sam. Mrs. Rose got my brother in like Harvard, man. <laughs> we love Miss Rose. Really? Yes. Nice. So you bought this car dealership, yep. 17 and 20. Or so it's, they're not huge. About, they're selling about 35, 36 cars a month. Yep. Today, I'm not in this business anymore. Today, they sell 150 to 160 a month. Wow, four plus times. Wow. Yeah, that, that's what my man, my nephew, doing great. Did that? Yeah, he drove that. He had the dream. <laughs> I like to use the word drove. Uh, Etymology. That's something. <laughs> Expert dribbler. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you just you just look for opportunities, and sometimes yep. opportunities just find you. And yeah, in like, that case, it it found me. But the, after after JB Roofing, I sold that business in 2016. I started to then look. We we created just more opportunities to look, and I just can't believe sitting in Northwest Ohio in a small town called Defiance, Ohio, the number of looks that I get at businesses that find me. Wow. It's like when. A couple of rivers come together and form a bigger, stronger river. It's the confluence. Confluence. Oh, yeah, because he is defied. <laughs> yeah, because oh, we are at the confluence of the Auglaise and Maumee the Rivers. Maumee River. Maumee River, that's right. <laughs> Call me your mommy. <laughs> so exactly. you're, you're in defiance. You're getting looks at businesses. Yeah, lots You've of looks. got a little bit of uh, capital, and you're putting it to use, yep. and you're doing some really cool things. And then, you know, is it? Time to jump to FMOF, Foundry yeah. Mezzanine Opportunity yeah, Fund. Because, yeah, because shortly after I left the roofing business, and uh, at the, I sold at the end of 16, worked for them for a year, 15 months mm -hmm. uh, contractually. and then Right, helped them out for yeah. the transition, got yeah. it. Um, and then said, man, what is something I need to learn? I need to learn about legal Case management software. <laughs> and we kind were of. talking about this. Why does anybody want to learn that? Kind of. That's kind of how it happened. But it goes back to uh, a connection. One of my board members at Defiance Metal Products reached out to me out of the blue. This was in the spring of 2018. So I had been. Not that long ago. Yeah. I had been gone from the roofing business two, three months. Said, hey, what are you doing? I said, <laughs> I'm just doing this and that. I own a couple small businesses, doing some consulting work. What do you have in mind? He said, I want you to meet my son-in-law, Scott Wolfram. Right. And I said, sure. Yeah, whatever. He's, and so we meet and he asked me if I want to run this, um, uh, this case Fun. management software oh. business. Case management. Got it. Um, uh, which is You're case getting ahead case. of the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> which you two guys know all about because you run what? it now. <laughs> you? 
No way, dude. Tú eres el presidente. Hey, yo Ooh, puedo hacer like algunas cosas. Le gusta la nombre, el presidente. I'm lost. You guys are speaking a different language. Ojalá que sí. Hey, venga, venga. He needed to take Excuse a Excuse me. <laughs> um, so, Case Spacer. Yeah. So, we, Scott case and I management. get together and he says, I really need some help. Uh, this business just took it out of foreclosure. It's a mess. Will you run it? I said, I'm not the right guy. I just, I don't know anything about software. I know about, I run several different businesses, but doesn't feel like a good I know fit, all about sir. metal, cars, and roofing. <laughs> yes. But software? <laughs> really? Yeah, they all fit together. Really, there, there is a big difference. There's a, a huge technical component in software business that there are technical components in those other businesses, but it doesn't seem as daunting to me. Gotcha. So we talked through it. I said no, and, and he said, well, let's talk again, and you know, would you go meet a couple customers? And that's when I think you and I went up to Morse. And you're pointing towards Tony, just Tony, to let people yes. know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I forget. That's okay. Tony. Yeah, yeah. They can only see fingers. They can't see where those fingers go. Yeah, to. good point. Good point. So at the end of the day, we end up um, coming to an agreement that I'm going to run this business. But the only way I would have run this business is if with Tony was with me. Gotcha. He's the technical uh, expert. He's been through this before. He he probably should have been running the business from the beginning, right. but he didn't have time. I, I wasn't going to do it, but he had photos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can't, can't wait to see those at dinner there, yes. Sam. <laughs> I'll share them with you. Uh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, but, so you come to an agreement that you yeah. guys are going to run it together, yeah. work together, and you start to get involved with Foundry. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, wor I, I went to work at Case Pacer May June of 2018 is when Tony and I kind of took that business over. I think we did a lot of good things. Still, a lot of work left to do because you guys you guys know that because you're running it now. Yeah. But we stabilized the business, professionalized the business, uh, put it on good uh, foundation. I think. Right. During that time, 2018 to about 2000. 20, maybe in the spring, Scott comes to me and says, um, I need help with the fund. Right. So the fund has a lot of money that they get brought in by other partners and they utilize that to buy other companies. Right. So we start to talk about private equity. Go ahead. Yeah. And it is a small private equity fund, about a $30 million fund here in Indianapolis. Uh, we have 12 equity holdings. But I look at the, when he said that, I looked you know, I look in the mirror and say, that's really what I'm built for. That's much more in line with my skill set than running a software business. Right. And so we start talking about, okay, how do we how do we make a transition? How do we find a guy like Ben Jones to help us I like <laughs> run that. this business? Amen, brother. And so Tony Tony and I start talking too and just start brainstorming. Sure. And your name comes up and you are absolutely the right fit. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And to, to clarify a little bit, uh, Scott, who we hope to have on the show, he's a visionary. And the visionary likes to think of great, grandiose things. They may have 20 ideas of which maybe one of them, as you can look at Sam, he's going one, one, one. Maybe one of them is good. But 
that one revolutionizes that, the world. That's yeah. a lower, that's the bottom decile. The bottom decile, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Of sure. ideas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so that idea of you guys working together, because Tony is clearly the visionary in kind of our little um, uh, partnership, and we're integrators. Sam and I are integrators, yep. you know, and so we're the ones that kind of make sure that certain things get done, especially when the visionary says, I want to do this. Yeah. And so Very I, th- true. I think we all agree on the whole thing. It's the visionary and integrator together, which sets up the rocket fuel to use the U.S. terms in order to make things go. And I really believe that because you see I a lot of too. visionaries screw up things, just to be honest. And then integrators on their own don't always do a great job either. But yep. agreed. It's that combo. The combination is Ain't is nothing gets it. done until something gets sold. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but nothing can get sold until something gets pushed out the dough. Well, not in software companies. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Back and forth. It just keeps going. <laughs> Timex. So you guys came to an agreement and you're like, hey, at the fund, I can help manage uh, a broader spectrum of yep. um, investments. And, you know, there's... Gets back to that M and A activity. I love that. I love doing deals. Right. Um, I just love the negotiation process, the the the, the structuring process. I just. But more than I that, enjoy it. more than that, when I, what I see from you is the um, you understand the operations of things, and so you're not just coming in and say just do it. You're you're kind of saying, okay, I get it because I ran into that at yeah. Defiance Metal or JB um, yep. Roofing or whatever, and so. I think that brings a very strong um, respect for what you do so that people, when they hear you talk, they go, okay, I, I get it. I believe in the guy. And um, I think it's just an added asset to the fund that's huge. Yeah. Be, being an operator definitely helps me in my current position because I, I do get the challenges. And, and the accounting. And every day. Yeah. Knowing where I'm, the I'm, numbers I'm, go. Yes. <laughs> it's I so mean, funny when you shoot an email to me. Um <laughs> Can you send me the numbers? I'm like, I get it. Because you can read those bad <laughs> yes, boys and you know what's going on. Wait, wait. Right. Now, the debit is the, the side closest to the window? Yes. Yeah, so don't change your spot in the in the classroom. Right? Correct. <laughs> you got to sit in the same seat I facing been. the same way. I could have been. <laughs> I, took two, I took two accounting classes at Ball State. And I had to drop out of the second one. It was too hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> too hard is not the right word. It doesn't fit you. It, yeah, it doesn't fit. Yeah. yeah. I, I say accounting is all about rules. And people are yeah. like, what? It's about math. It is. You know, the math uh, is not no, that complicated. No, no, the math is it's, it's not real math. <laughs> no. It's, no. It's rule. You're right, rules, because they were like, well, this is a normal balance of a credit balance. So to increase it, do you add to it or subtract from it? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it, it's absolutely rule. Exactly. It's like, when do you depreciate it? When do you amortize it? How much do you amortize Those are yep. all rules. Yes. So to right. me, I it's actually, I find it quite confining. And like you said, if you have a personality, you understand accounting and actually can do some operational things, people are like, oh. Yeah, right. Right. Oh. You know, it's like. Yeah, it, I agree. It's very different. So now you're at your new position. A guy that came from a town of 15,000. You're going to a big college, Defiance College, <laughs> of a thousand. <laughs> right. You quote unquote fall into the whole CPA, but then fall into this deal where he takes you all over the world. Yep. You go ahead and get involved and create, or not create, but you um, take a company from you know obscurity to profitability, growth. 
and now, you know, things are going pretty well and you're part of a, a fund. And, you know, I, I think that whole story is just really interesting. It is. I mean, I look back and think if I were going to lay it out, I, I'm not sure I'd change anything. Right. Because the pathway has been circuitous. Circuitous. So, is that entomology or etymology? That one was full of etymology. All right. Oh, nice. Although when a dog's chasing his tail. Is that circuitous? No, that's circular. Oh, see? <laughs> okay. There you go. I don't know. I, <laughs> it sounded good. You I sold me. Corrected. <laughs> I said corrected. No, a circuitous is when you're looking for the classes that you put down somewhere and can't find. Okay. Huh? You go look everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you always yeah. find it in the last place you look. <laughs> it's ah, really weird. Yes, oh, there you go. See, that's some of that intelligent humor. <laughs> yeah, right. I just would never, I could never have drawn that the pathway. Out yeah, never. For yourself. Never. You know, it's funny. I think about that. Like, there are certain things you do in life, like, oh, I wish that never would have happened. Whatever. You got in a car wreck or you hurt yourself or whatever. But it's like, if that didn't happen to me, would I turn out to be the same person I am today? And the Agreed. pivotal point that we were just talking about is <clears throat> you got fired, which changed it all for it you. It did. It did. Because I, I've thought many times I would probably I, – I see no reason why I ever would have left that job because I loved it. Right. I, I don't think – and I loved Defiance, Ohio. I loved being part of the community. I, I just – I still love Defiance, Ohio. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think I ever would have left. And look at all that I would have missed. That's right. And I just—it's hard to because you've already done some really fathom. great, great things with all these other businesses—the car business, the roofing business, even the metal business. But you've already been involved with how many other companies? Oh, would geez. you say a couple dozen? Oh, at least. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably involved right now with thirty. Gotcha. Yeah. So. So to me, I find all this stuff fascinating. Tony and I had talked. He, he's involved with fifty companies. Yeah. You know, some more than others. Yeah. You. 30. Same thing. And the thing is, is you guys just keep. I mean, I, I know it sounds crazy, but you um, touch a lot of people's lives along the way, and yeah. and you've done well too. And I think that's super super cool. And you gave back too, the kids and oh, that's all that stuff. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Th that's pretty cool. Yeah. So maybe we should have your wife on here and just say, hey, that's, you did really good. That, yes, you should. That's <laughs> that's would be a much more interesting uh, conversation. Uh, yeah, I sure. couldn't do that alone because I'm a scared. I'm a little scared of her. Just <laughs> I'm, a scared. I'm a scared of her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the question would be is, how do you put up with Sam? Because I know I'm afraid you know to ask that question. how long that answer would be? Yeah. If I, I would never want my Could wife be to be asked that question. Right. That's okay. <laughs> Let me start at the beginning. Let Here's me... how. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. You want the whole list or just the top 10? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> how much time we got? <laughs> but uh, You're going to need more batteries. I think yeah. we're doing great. Right. Well, for right now. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah. For her, I'll have to have a complete um, uh, switch out. But you're doing what you love. Love what you do. You've got a great family. I mean, yep. um, I met uh, at least one of your um, your uh, five kids, and it's just really cool to work with you. And I think you know one of the things that most people say about you is that you're just you're just a solid guy. You know, you're not a butt. Who head. says this? Um, I, I wasn't allowed to mention any names. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you're not a butthead. You 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 have Try not to conversations, be. and I think that's. You know, I, I don't know if you say live in your values or live in your morals or whatever, but, um, you know, you bring that to the job. And I guess what I'm trying to get at here is you can be a good guy and you could live your values 
and you could still do well financially. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's one of the things I like about this fund I'm with now because I, I, I think Scott has the same mindset. He wants to treat people right. Right. Does that, you know, it doesn't mean we always make the right decision, but it guides your path. But the funny part is at that moment in time when you treat people right, it's not the best financially. Not but always. It's the right thing to do. But long term, it probably is the best thing financially. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's probably right. Take the short-term pain for the long-term gain. Yeah. You know, and and that's one of the reasons why, you know, talking to, to Tony about getting involved with some of these things was, hey, who are these guys? Because I'm tired of dealing with buttheads, you know, <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> the older I get, man, the more tired I am, too. I want to be around people that I like. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, in business, in social, set, wherever. I would Life's agree. It's just too short. It's getting shorter. It is. And so that's, <laughs> I mean, that's why one of the reasons, I mean, we talked about, you know, the potential of this other job happening. It's like, why would I want to do that when I like the people that I work with? So, Amen. Please. Cool. Please, <laughs> please keep that in mind. <laughs> he, he, keeps, he keeps saying that and, hey, that's good for me. Hey, all right. It's good. Well, is there anything you want to leave us with? Because it looks like we're at a pretty good spot. Yeah, telling no, a great story and we this enjoyed it. Tony, was there anything you want to say before I go back to Sam and let him... Finish I just want him to come break down, uh, you know, if there's any kind of cool exits or something that happened uh, over the coming 12 to 24 months, he comes back and breaks it down. Yeah. The deal, yeah. the the art of the deal. Oh, I don't... I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. Love to. Because we had one that happened, and I'm not going to mention the name that you guys went through, but I don't think you were as involved with that one. No, I really wasn't. And it happened kind of in my first couple weeks on the and, on job and it had nothing to do and with that's me. cool but i think i think that would be great i think it's a great idea Let, let's do i'd love that, that for sure yeah i'd love that and anything else you want to say sam before no this has been goodbye? fun thank you for being here we had a really great time and we'll see you next time sam strasswell thank you until then thanks thanks guys see you sam bye